It's bad. Enemy. All right, everybody, I'm John Weigel. And I'm Rob Halley. And this is Bad Anime, the podcast where we decide, is this anime bad? Today, <laughs> Rob, what what are we watching? What are we doing today? Well, today, um, today we're doing a big one in terms of bad anime and the history of bad anime. We're doing school days. School days. We're doing school days. Yes. It was produced by um, uh, TNK. It came out in 2007. Okay. Um, to say this is infamous is an understatement. Bouncy, it's funny because when we were talking about doing this podcast, I remember you brought it up. Because originally I wanted to cover school days, but I was a little concerned. I'm like, is it trite? I mean, everyone's talked about school days. Everyone's aware of school days. You texted me one day just casually like, hey, Rob, um, you ever hear of this show called School Days? And I just say I lost my marbles is a bit of an understatement. I know. Shout out to my, my buddy Jens. He was like, oh, you're doing a bad cast? Uh, like a, a, a bad cast. <laughs> a bad cast. Yes, like, we are. My, my, my buddy Jens, he was like, oh, you're doing a podcast about shitty anime? Like, oh, you should, you should have you heard of School Days? And I was like, no, let me text Rob. And I texted you, have you heard of School Days? And you were like, well, okay. <laughs> well, again, my, my initial reaction was akin to, what? I was just so confused. I'm like, you never heard of it? But then again... You really had no reason to, given what no. you were a fan of. See, I, I've never this. This is my first time diving into this kind of genre because I know it's like a, kind of the more like romance, yeah, straight romance. forward yes. anime, and like you know, I've seen elements of that in shows, like right. I mean, like of course, like a Naruto and like a, a DBZ, not not so much a DBZ, but like, I was about to say like yeah. a Bleach mm -hmm. and like other things like that. Like I've seen like notes of it in other places, but right. I, I haven't necessarily watched an anime that was like completely all about. The romance aspect and about like kind of the the, the relationships of, of everybody involved and i can't tell if this was the best way or worst way to start your experience with straight romance anime by diving right into school days it, in one respect it feels like a primer feel like taking a shot of jaeger to start your night a very strong alcohol to make the rest of the night seem easier i can't tell if it's that scenario or if it's more akin to teaching you to swim and throwing you in a nine-foot pool and I think as we go through the show, we're going to decide which one it was. That's really interesting to me because also this show is only 12 episodes. Yes, it is. And I like a shorter show. And I've been kind of getting more accustomed to those as opposed to the big shonen shows, which are well, like the thing at is, least hundreds of episodes. Well, the thing like, is I have to yeah, talk to you about this right now because when you say short, a 12, 13 episodes is the new normal. Which is so funny to me because that, that to me, that's like, wow, I could do that in like a day. That's and not it's a It's funny because growing up watching anime, almost all of my series were 12 episode shows because instead of like spending... I don't know, hours and hours into one show, I would watch several 12-episode animes. And mm -hmm. that's just how I started watching anime back in uh, the late, very early 2010s, very mm -hmm. late 2000s. That's how, I, that's how I watched anime. So I'm accustomed to this. And it's funny, a lot of people who are migrating from shonen over to all aspect, all genres of the medium are now coming into that. So it, mm -hmm. And now I'm feeling, I feel like I have so many compatriots now for the first time in a while. It's, it's kind of interesting for me to see like the anime community kind of going full circle in a way. Yeah, it is kind of fascinating to to talk about that. I I, I feel like w w with this particular one though, I, I've just heard so many things about it. But like so many things, well, okay, I, I've only heard about it very recently. But yes. in that time, the people that I've talked to about it are like, wait, yo, okay, you've <laughs> never seen School Days, and like yeah. you gotta watch School Days. And I, I feel like there, there's just such a big emphasis on it in the anime community at large that I, I feel like it's kind of like a, a staple or like a, a wee rite of passage. Or, oh no, or it so. totally is. Um, um, I, I've been making this point a lot recently how, especially now with the with anime's recent boom, if mm -hmm. you will, 
because it's funny, because weeaboo and anime fam used to be inter- interchangeable terms. You used to say, you know, one meant the other. Right. But now there is, I feel like there is a very clear distinction between being an anime fan and being a weeaboo. Right. And, you know, right. weeaboo, I feel, is a lot more intense. You know, it's not restricted to anime of course, exclusively. No, of course. I, I think it's just, it's really just based on the extent of knowledge you have on exactly. all these things. And like, exactly. okay, right. Like, if you're an anime fan, like, yeah, sure. Like, you're, you're like me, I guess. Like, you watch, like, you've seen Naruto, like, and you're like, oh, I love Naruto a lot. And like, yeah. I, I, I like it. I, but you're not necessarily a weeb. I feel like a, a exactly. weeb is like more... I don't know. You just have put more stock into it, and you know all the genres because, like, the shonen area and the action area of anime is just one specific genre of, of the whole a whole thing. medium. Ah, it's it's kind of like saying like I used to watch The Sopranos, like, and so therefore I like TV. I like TV exactly. It's like okay, like you exactly. like one part of TV, like exactly. Do you like I, there's a lot of other things on TV, like <laughs> yeah. like sports. And it's funny I hear I. I <laughs> You you didn't you didn't enjoy the shit out of the XFL when it came out. God, I, I'm well, like, we, we did enjoy the shit out of the XFL when it I came know, out. I was about Brock's to say. <laughs> I was about to say we were there. More on more on sports later. And also, if you hear this, everybody, uh, if you hear some sips uh, throughout the episode, we are just uh, diving in on some hooch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna explain this real quick. So. We're we're doing something Daddy Crunchyroll may not approve of. We're Daddy Crunchyroll. <laughs> Love you, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy Crunchy. But you know we um we're we're sharing an account, and you know mm-hmm. Crunchyroll is very big on like all right make because now they introduced the whole thing where like you have to have a username, and they said you can only have it once. You can only you can only put your new username in once, and you can never change it. So I I went all right. So I remain mine uh, laced with hooch. And um, so if you see Laced with Hooch in your country roll comments, you, you, know, you know who it is. You know it's one of us. It's got to be one of us. Because <laughs> that is something about country roll that I just found out, that you can leave comments on things. Boy, have I been having fun reading days. Oh, the <laughs> comments The woo-hoo. comments are spicy. They are spicy. Especially for this series. Yes. Um, without any further ado, I say let's get into the series yeah. real quick. Let's get into it. Let's let's watch the whole thing. So we're gonna. So this is just a preemptive intro. We're gonna watch the whole series and come back and then talk about it. It's bad. Okay, so the first thing that I want to tell you about this. <laughs> go go ahead. I had a visceral reaction every time an episode began of this show. Every <laughs> single episode out of the 12 episodes, it was different. It was different every single time. For like episode one, I was like, oh, okay. Episode four was called Innocence, and I saw myself grabbing for the hooch pretty early. <laughs> and then by the end, okay, because the, the, the ending was, of course, the most ridiculous part about the whole thing. Yeah, we'll and get I, to that in a second. I just can't believe that they built five hours and 50 minutes of this show for that 10 minutes just to slap me in the dick that the way that it did oh my god because okay because <laughs> you are shaking right now folks see folks my co-host here is like vibrating wildly it, it was just so wild like i i just didn't it, it's something like of course like if you're I don't think we need to talk about like spoilers or anything because like if you're if you're listening to this you hopefully have watched it already and plus the show was what 14 years old right so but, I, th- I think the statute of limitations has passed you had Sekai yes. right stab Makoto repeatedly yes in the chest area and just kill him yes. and then of course you had um Katsuna take his decapitated head put it in a duffel bag to show to Sekai and then she killed her and then the last scene of the whole show is Katsura on a boat well, was it wasn't in a nice boat with 
It was a very nice boat. Oh, oh, you don't understand the meme, do you? No. Okay. So there's con- a meme. There's context here, ladies and gentlemen. So bouncy. What happened was, uh huh. Um, the same day episode twelve was supposed to air, uh huh. Um, a girl killed her father with an axe in Kyoto. So, oh. So what happened was every TV station was supposed to air it panicked because like we can't show this episode for obvious reasons. Interesting. So what they did, they showed thirty minutes. <laughs> And this is true. 30 minutes of footage of a boat in Norway. And what? This is all true. You can look it up. So afterwards, the entire comment section of my anime list and a lot of Japanese forums are like, whoa, nice boat. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because we were watching. I was going to text you. I'm like, well, watch out for the boat. <laughs> and Oh my god. Well, I mean, we already Yeah, we already, you, you, already, you already dived into head first. Should I, we like should we backtrack a little bit? That was a bad use of head first and you know it. Oh, no, that was a best use of head first. <laughs> that was that was the perfect use. I would argue that was perfect. You're right. You're right. That was just a raw reaction, but yes. Well, I mean, like, yeah, you, had, you had some raw reactions there. I had there. some raw reactions I needed to get out of the no, way. No, no, like, you you can vent. It's fine. But now but that I've got that out of the way, now that I've got my venting out of the way. I think we can approach this at a more academic level, what do you say? <laughs> Let's we give can, it a we shot. Can, we can I take mean, it from a, I think the first thing we got to talk about before we get to the plot, before we get to the characters, before we get to the all of the situations that occurred that make me very angry. <laughs> we ha- we have to talk about the animation and the sound design. Let's start at a very academic lens, very historical. <laughs> tell wait. me, tell me about the animation, Rob. What did you think about the whole animation of the twelve episodes? Well, let's be fair. I mean, the first half was garbage. It, I, what, it was surprisingly not good. It made me think that, like, it was in two thousand seven. Yes, which, but um, by two thousand seven, anime was already at a fairly decent level of quality. Yeah, because I I found out that it was in two thousand seven because I think in somebody's diary or on something or no 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 uh, like Makoto was reading a, a book for the first few episodes. Oh, the love manual? Yeah, the love manual. And it was labeled 2007. So I was like, all right, must be 2007. Right. That's, that's some um, high-level detective work right there. Thank you. Thank you very much. But, but, but for 2007, um, it was not good. I, the animation no. just wasn't good. No, it was um, not. W- which is unfortunate because I, I feel like, to me, before I saw that book and before I saw the year on the book, I thought it was a, a 90s anime. Really? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um. I can see why you'd think that because the art style was 90s, but the animation style was different. So, like, mm-hmm. the characters looked like they could have been drawn in the 90s, per se. Yeah. But, no, the animation was very clearly that w- – there because there was this weird point in the mid-2000s when this came out. Yes. Where anime was starting to go digital. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the difference between to tell something's hand-drawn and sh- cell-shaded versus digital animation. Mm-hmm. Um, this was very clearly the, – the color palette was so weirdly subdued. You can and like these things were things weren't vibrant at all. You can very tell, very much tell it was it was digitally animated, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they still had a lot of the let's call it '90s aesthetic. Yes, they, 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 there's designs that were '90s, but the animation style was crossing into the new millennium. So I can see where you're coming from. Interesting, but when you look at it um, again, this is just experience watching a lot of '90s anime. Mm-hmm. It's um it's way more lively. I guess you could mm-hmm. say, but like there's it, a lot more like action going on. There's a lot more fluidity. I, fluidity I did feel in that like during the show, 
uh, I expected things to, you know, because like in old animes, when people are having a conversation, like everything else is just still around them. Yeah. Uh, this one, there was some movement. There were some things happening. I mean, there was obviously that big trope with the trains. Yeah, like, the trains are always going. Oh, they're always course, passing course, each other on the trains. <laughs> like there were always freeze frames on the trains. And right. oh man, that was god damn it. Um, well, no, there was some scenes though where the characters were weirdly still funny enough. Uh, they were kind of it almost looked like in a bridge series. Yeah. Because where it was literally just lips flapping and the characters remained motionless. Yep. Which yep. is which is there a, were actually some. <laughs> frames that I remember perfectly of a character saying things but not moving her mouth. Yep. That that was I was like was there no budget? Was there no budget to just make that well, move? Well, clearly the budget went to the last half of the series because I will give this show credit as the series went on, the animation got better. Mm-hmm. It's funny cuz as the story got more interesting, the animation got noticeably better, which is pretty cool. They were, nice. they, they, they were saving money. Yeah. I yeah. I but did they save too much? Because as we were talking about at the beginning of the series, it plot plot line wise, we can get I guess get into a bit of the plot now. You get a little bit, yeah. Uh, it was kind of boring. It the was first little... few episodes, like nothing really happened. Uh, and the and also I should mention real quick, the music didn't help. It was pretty funny because I remember you <laughs> had a you had a positive reaction to the music initially because I think I it, is this coming from like like we said before, this is your. First real experience with a romance anime, right, right, and you were kind of, I think you were still thrown off a little bit by the soundtrack. Like, wow, this is nice. And my my initial reaction, I'm like, it's not bad. But this my is- my first text to you, I, yes, I was legitimately like, oh, I kind of like the classical vibe of the soundtrack. It's pretty cool. I like the piano and yeah. stuff. And you were like, what? <laughs> that was my actual reaction. It was just it was there was no emotion in my voice. I just read and went, huh. My first text oh, you. Yeah. My first text you for the entire show. I'm a, I'm one minute and four seconds into the first episode of School Days, and I've already seen half of Vag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's School Days for they you. They really did. They really did not like because the show in general is is. I mean, the first three episodes were were like fine. It was just like oh, classic. Like oh yeah, okay, Makoto Iku, this kid who just doesn't know how to talk to girls, gonna yeah. gonna learn how to talk to girls, and this other girl's gonna teach him how to talk to girls, and he's trying to talk to this girl, and he's trying to touch her boobs, and she's like, oh, don't touch my boobs, and he's like, oh, I'm very sorry for being aggressive, but uh, and I'm, and, and I'm gonna move on, and I'm gonna move on, right? It, I feel like the first three to four episodes is just him constantly apologizing. It is uh, to like um, Katsura for just. You know, being a, a dude and groping yeah. her in public, which is which is fine. Like I, I, I would probably apologize too if she was uncomfortable with that. But at the same well, time, right. you have that second person in Sekai that's kind of teaching him how to do these things, but yeah. also like from the beginning, you're like, why is she really doing this? You don't really you're like, is she in this for like what, exactly? What, what yeah, is she no, here for? The Sekai character is one of the more complicated because her motivations. Her, the way she did about ev- the way she went about everything was dumb. Everything she just did in the show was stupid. Yeah, and the entire t- and the entire like premise of the show could have been avoided if Sekai at any point just told just put put her hands on Makoto's shoulder and said, "Hey, I like you," and he would have said, "Oh, neat," and that would have been it. That would have been the show. <laughs> A lot less people would have died. Yes, but uh, <laughs> died legitimately died. <laughs> there was legitimate death in this show. Yes, there was. Baffles me. Yeah, I mean, let's let's go. Let's get into that a little bit. So, yeah. for those of you who don't know the show, I could try to sum it up very quickly, even though it's a handful. So we got our boy Makoto. He's trying. He sees this cute girl on a train, and they do a lot of clearly very early 
um, 2000s Japanese stuff. Yes. Mid-2000s, where he, the, the whole gimmick is he sees the girl on the train, he snaps a picture of her, and he made it his background. And in three weeks' time, if no one catches you, she's going to be your girlfriend, which is very indicative of Japanese youth culture at the time. There's a, there was a lot I of uh, found definitely a lot of similarities with that mm-hmm. as well. I mean, of course, with like also the, there was such an emphasis throughout like based on phones. Yes, it was a lot based on phones and a lot of anxiety in, inducing. Yeah. I didn't say that right, but it's like anxiety. It's like an, anxiety I, I, inducing. Yeah, yeah, like by having a phone and yes. by like you know. Like looking at messages all the time. And yeah, like, anxiously waiting text messages. But people still yes. do this day. But it was just also quick. A quick side note. I mean, it was so nostalgic seeing flip phones be central, central to yes. a narrative. Yes. So that was a lot of fun. That was really cool. Yeah, it's, it's very clear. Like a lot of because all the Japanese kids at the time were, had their cell phones and yes. like you know it's it, it's it's similar to how it is now because now right. in, in the West we always like rip on the youth for having their cell phones on them constantly. But like. Even in Japan right now, it was pretty bad. It was right bad at the time because like they had internet capabilities on their phone, limited capabilities, but mm-hmm. they had internet capabilities. So people were staring at their phones way earlier than we were, yeah, and way earlier than our current younger generation is. Mm-hmm. So it, it just seeing that was it was fun to see from a narrative perspective and get some. I mean, it's animated, so it's not truly to, true to Japanese culture, right? Of course, but you get you do get you know you know art imitate imitates life, so you get yeah. some bleeding of culture in there so that was kind of cool you do get a lot of that i i liked i like to believe um not all japanese youths um are um weird sex addicts but you know you never know i don't i don't know all of them there's probably a few there probably are a a lot of people probably relate to a koto and say that could have been me but not many do i hope (laughs) because well actually it's funny this did come up in a conversation at work because i have a lot of uh, cultured friends at work who have seen school days and one of them offhandedly said well, if a bunch, if you were 16 and a bunch of girls were throwing themselves at you, what, what would you do? I'm like, I wouldn't do this. Yeah, right. No, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't get somebody pregnant and then consistently bone other people yeah, and that, her best friends that's and the, all of that. And that's the thing. Let's break that down real quick. But we, we, we will, there's we will a love get, triangle. Yes, we will it, get to that. The whole premise of the show is the love triangle. Right. It's it's supposed to be. I that's the direction everyone thought it was going because you had the two main girls. You had um, Kotanaha Katsura and Sekai. Um, Sionji? Sionji. Yep, Sionji, Sionji. Thank, yes. thank you. I was blanking hard. No problem. I, blanking that's why I'm here. Hard there. Um, but anyway, so. But it's a love triangle. It's right? a, it started out as a love triangle. That's what I thought it was going to be. I mean, obviously it like changed, but let, let's let's like keep going with like the plot line throughout the series. So, I mean, you have like, right. Okay. So then like Sekai helps Makoto kind of court um katsuna you just used the term court i i did i feel like this this exact scenario requires the term court fair for what they for what he tried to do for what he was doing yes and then he like is dating her and he's like i don't know about this i don't know about that and sekai's like well you should do this well you should do that and she's basically the in-between for the two of them because she talks to both of them yes and then goes to them and is like okay she thinks this she, he thinks that just do this just do that she's like a relationship counselor essentially yeah. for a few episodes that's all she does but then but then but then my favorite piece of logic in the entire show surfaces when sekai's like oh so you want to have sex with your girlfriend right and makoto's like well yeah and sekai's like well you know what would be a good idea if you had sex with me first so that um you know what you're you doing could you could then know how to have sex with your girlfriend but also don't worry you can call me katsuna 
my favorite message from you very quickly after you watch it when you said to me, what in the name of logical storytelling is happening? <laughs> I was genuinely like, this is so stupid. Like, I can't believe that this is, even 16 year old boy is just falling for this nonsense. Exactly. But at the same time, like he wanted it. He want, definitely wanted it. I mean, I can I can tell you as a 16-year-old, I fought with my willy a lot. Of so, course. So I can understand, like I, I can, I, like I always say, I can understand the first half of the series, some of Makoto's decision-making, because, you know, is he in over his head? Fair enough for the first half, when it's just confined to him, him, Katsura, and, and uh, Sekai. And Sekai, yeah. So what happens is, you know, him and Katsura's not going well. She's really shy. She's not ready to progress the relationship. So he just goes over to Sekai. It's like, well, she already let me do all the stuff. I'm going to keep doing stuff with her. And then they just start boning. And they, they totally... They, so they start boning. And then I, I believe it is from legitimately episode, like, six to, like, episode 11. Where it, it just takes Makoto, like, five fucking episodes to break up with Katsura. Yes. And... The entire time, that's the that's one of the things that got me the most mad. I was like, bro, just do it. You're not even hanging out with her on a regular basis anymore. Like, you're just ignoring her for, like, five episodes, and, and she's sad. But and I, she's really good at being sad. So I was sad to see her sad. Well, let's not forget, there's moments where he tried to, like, well... Tried to use a strong word. There was moments he was going to interact with her, but then you got you got Setsuna, the little bitch, yeah. who interfered a lot. She's she's the best friend of Sekai. Yep. And he she, she didn't want Makoto fooling around. Yep. So whenever like Katsura would appear, he she would pull him away because they got assigned to, of course, and this is a big shocker for anime fans out there. There's a school festival happening. Of course there is. And both him and Setsuna are on the festival planning committee. Mm -hmm. So she kept pulling away under that guise. And it's like, no, you're not spending time with Katsura. Go hang out with Sekai. And he's like, okay. And like, okay. And during all this time too, like what really got me were the scenes that like, right. Like he, him and Sekai are like fooling around. Yes. And Sekai's like all the time like, oh, you know, like it would be really nice if like we could just be together. If I was your girlfriend. If I was just your girlfriend. And you know, like if we weren't just fooling around, and Makoto's like, "Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, that sounds nice, but uh, not gonna happen." I don't know. Yeah. It's like you don't even like the other one. You know? like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, you just kept saying, "I'm good." Yeah, like, what? What do you mean? It was He's just like, brushing it off, for lack of a better term. He was term. just the entire series. He just could not be bothered to do fucking anything. I have this to back, man. Backtrack like backtrack an episode or two when like I felt so bad for Sekai when they're just. She's at work, and then he pulls her out of work to just make out with her on the side of the building, and she's just going along with it. Yeah, because she just wants him so to be her boyfriend, to be her boyfriend so bad. Which brings me to my big question in the middle of the series. Go ahead. When did Sekai become a sub? Because <laughs> Sekai, to me, was the strongest female character in the entire show. Maybe even the strongest character in the whole show. She had the most appeal. Mm-hmm. She was with Makoto the whole time. She was even before they like fooled around and stuff. Right. She was like. Oh, like you just gotta do this shit, you know? And yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. like the coolest person in the whole school to me. Right. And then once her and Makoto start making out, she's like, no, we shouldn't. And he's like, I'm gonna anyway. <laughs> and they like they kiss and stuff. And, I am daddy now. And from there, from the rest of the show, she's just complete slave to him. Like in yeah. every in every way. And so is Katsura. Like for some reason, this fucking limp dick bitch gets all <laughs> it's all of these ladies. You're starting to sound like the comment section on Crunchyroll now. I know. I, that, that's what got me so fired up. But he just makes them all like completely obsessed with him. Right. 
unbeknownst to, like, I feel like he doesn't try to do that. No. But that is eventually what ends up happening because he doesn't care enough about any of them. Right. And not caring is really hot, of course. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, Emotional neglect and abuse. Hot. So hot. <laughs> gets, gets me hot and bothered under the, under the collar. What can I say? So right. I mean... And then you have Setsuna interfering. Yeah, you have Setsuna interfering. And the whole story with Setsuna is she's the student council president, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And she's going away. But she's going to France. She hasn't told her best friend Sekai that she's leaving for France. Which, though. why? Which is, like, so <laughs> stupid. I, that's the only thing I could never picture. I'm like, like she, if, if, if I was moving, if I was moving to, like, if I knew I was moving, I would tell you guys a year ahead of time. Yes, you're right. We, right. We, we would party nonstop for a year. And she just never even told her. Yeah, she just she's she's bounced, emailed her. Emailed her. Yeah, she, after she, le- yeah, after yeah, she by, leaves. By the way, I'm in France. Later, boo. I'm just like, what oh. the fuck? And, and, you know, it's just so funny because, we of course, we learn she has been feelings for Makoto, too. So that is another thing. And we thing. learned that through a very weird series of scenes uh, where she's in an empty theater by herself and there's a play going on, like something that's kind of kabuki-ish. And she's alone. It's very clearly like, kind of like a weird dream thought sequence. It's like, who thinks like this? Yeah, that part made no goddamn sense. It was very <laughs> strange because it was like the whole imagery was about like, oh, yeah. It was a play about like, oh, yeah, you got you picked this flower and you gave it to somebody else. Referring to, of course, like a Sekai and Makoto and like giving it to Katsuna. Right. But like you just you just, re- you just wanted it for yourself the whole time, didn't you? Yeah. And, and it got weirdly poetic out of nowhere. It's like, it what? we didn't did. need this. We didn't need this. And of course, like, you know. Setsuna was like I feel like her and Makoto had zero zero interaction before this and then yes. all of a sudden like she flashes back to them yeah, in like well, freshman year of school yeah and, like, she Mak- got bullied once and Makoto was nice to her one fucking time that's and, also a very anime thing like oh you're nice to me once I am in love with you yeah and so then like she's in love with Makoto but she's leaving and then so I feel like what kickstarted the rest of like Makoto's like crazy like right like slinging dick like for the rest of the season was just her kissing him yes uh when he was sleeping and Katsuda saw that and keep in mind Katsuda's already seen Makoto and Sekai make out yeah and she's she's still calling herself his girlfriend which is just fascinating to me I, yeah, I have to go back I have to bring it back to episode seven real quick when uh when Kotona gave Sekai the biggest slap where it was bitch get your hands off my man that was really and that good. was the first time I felt ha- I felt myself having a very strong emotional reaction to the series I'm like fucking go Kotona yeah. huh? hell yeah Five finger death punch exactly. in the face. And oh, shall we clarify? Kotonoha is the first name of Katsura, mm-hmm. as uh, as they revealed in one episode when uh, <laughs> it was a very big deal when Makoto first called her by her first name. That, again, that that's a, a very Japanese um, mm-hmm. uh, storytelling element right there. I will mm-hmm. say that. And I'm just and as we're going, I'm, I have um, the episode list with summaries right here, just so oh, I can great. remember where we are in the story. Oh yes, because the kiss happens. But let's not forget because that leads us into episode nine. Where Makoto, he spends a bit of time with Otome, who was a girl that um, was his in the series before this, her and her group of bullies. She's a bully. And they were bullying the hell out of Katsura because, um, uh, what's his name? Makoto was never around. It's like, oh, oh, oh. he's really your boyfriend. Like, oh, my God. Like, that, that's also the worst like, characters. Makes me feel the absolute worst for Kotonoha slash Katsura. Uh, and her... Her position the entire show was to just get shit on by everything and everybody. Yeah. Like, she gets cheated on. Then all these bullies are coming up to her like, and oh, then something, where's yeah. your boyfriend? And then and then after she gets harassed by these people, um, we learn that Otome and, and Makoto were friends in middle school. And of course she still has feelings for the kid. 
So what happens, there's this little, there's a school fair going on, like I said. Yep. And it's tradition where they have this secret room. The break room. Yeah, where kids go to bone? At the festival. At school. At school. <laughs> In the school. Yeah. And so what happens is, you know, I forget how, yeah. Yeah, but Koto goes in there. He wants to, like, I think he gets a, mes- a message from Kotonaha. Yeah, he gets, he gets, like, 20 texts from Kotonaha. So he runs there to this festival. Otoma is there, and she just pounces. And next thing you know, Makoto's up to up to girl number three, where things fall off the rails quickly from there. From there, it is such a schlag. Like from so then he keeps seeing like Otome. Yeah. And then Setsuda's like Setsuda it like picks up on that fact that she's like, You can't see other people. Yeah. You gotta see Sekai and just Sekai. And then the night before he the night before Setsuna leaves, she comes to Makoto's house. Yep. And she's like, Hey, just wanted to ask if I could stay here for the night. I'm leaving for France tomorrow. And he's like, did you tell Sekai? And she's like, nope. And then she's like, listen. Uh, and he and wait, Makoto makes actually like a bold ass move because he's like, well, you really like me, though, don't you? And she's like, yeah, his confidence is through the roof. Wow. I was like, wow, oh, my God. He went from like a bumbling idiot to like I freaking I don't know who's somebody like really hot and confident. Frazier. <laughs> OK. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said a Chad, but, you know, <laughs> Oh, Frazier. <laughs> sure. Not Frazier, but uh, he, no, uh, he, but he, he became Ric Flair. He was wheeling and dealing two-time. Yes. And Rolex wearing. Woo! But, um... <laughs> Nokia flipping. Nokia flipping. Oh, my God. But, no, he gets, he gets super confident. And Setsuna's like, yeah, I guess so. Do whatever you want. And he just does. Which, okay, that line is so sad. She's, like, crying. And she's like, do whatever you want to me. But you, I'll let you do whatever you want to me as long as you stay with Sekai. And he's like, I mean, all right. And as a viewer, I'm like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Well, it's funny because I remember having this conversation with a friend about this. And there's an earlier plot point I have to get back to. But anyway, uh-huh. I had a conversation with a friend about this particular scene. And he was like, well, think about it. It might be hard to pass up. She's, she's leaving the next day. The best friend's never going to find out. It's like, that might be a hard scenario, especially if you're 16. I'm like, yeah, it would be hard. But if you're a decent person, you I hope you would say no, especially when the girl involved, Setsuna, looks like she actually wants nothing to do with it. She really doesn't at yeah, all. Yeah. I mean, when, when when she was crying during that whole thing, too, I was like, what, what are you doing, man? Yeah, like, come on. What like, are you that's doing? That's not a turn on. You're that, just, what, uh, whatever you're into. I mean, if you're into that thing, I'm not going not gonna to touch it. But, you know, it just wasn't attractive it was a no. very sad scene it was very sad speaking and of I, sad scenes i yes. had to bring back to this point get it get it because the into same it. episode where um we got makoto hooking up with atome i should mention at the entire time he wasn't very important up to this point there was right. another male character the pervy yes. best friend um and what uh, what was his name it was I like tiske or something like that Taisuke, something like that. i thought i could write him off because he wasn't important that's why we didn't mention him yet. right yes <laughs> he was very unimportant next thing you know in the school festival, there was a whole big deal about there being a, fi- a fire dance. Very classic rom-com trope. Yep. Uh, I've, seen it in countless, oh. I've seen it in countless shows. Um, I think Quintessential Quintuplets was the most recent I've seen that used it, just to give out an example. We might have to cover that one. What We should. But anyway, <laughs> you know, a big Japanese thing is like, oh, there's a fire and a dance. If you dance during the fire, you'll be together forever. So a subplot during that episode was like both um, Katsura and Sekai trying to dance with Makoto. Yes. Makoto. And Otome. Oh, yes, Otome, too. Yes. Everybody. So everyone's trying to do it. And um, But what happened was, and I have to bring this up because it becomes very important later. Um, so Sekai and uh, Makoto start dancing. Mm-hmm. 
the comedy relief character who wasn't important just full on rapes Akatsuna. Yes. It is a full-on... Yeah, like, this is right before him. And, yep. this, is, this is in between Otome and Setsuna, so we can build some type of straight line here. I know we're, yep. going, we're going on a ride, folks. Take, know, a, right, take, it with, take it with us. So that just happens, and it begins It begins Katsuna's slow descent into literal madness. Absolute madness. And Because uh, like, the entire time, Makoto was just racking up the kill count. Right. And it's funny because as the show goes on... Plot progression stop, the, the plot progression takes the form of Makoto banging more girls, but like and being more of a dick, very like depressively banging yes. girls. Though it seems like it, he gets to the point where it's like kind of like a sex addict around. Yeah, kind it was of thing. not even fun. But not like really, really the sex addict, but it, it went to the fact that like he just like wants to bone anybody, and he got to the point. I think one of the most it compelling more, parts for it was me, more like he was scratching an itch. He was, and I, I feel like one of the most compelling parts for me when he was just like calling people, he was just making calls. Well, He's like, we'll oh, she's not there. I'll call this. One. She's not there. I'll call this one. And then, of course, of course, there. <laughs> well, well, first we have to get to um the next girl on the kill count list was oh, uh, was right. Hikari was Hair Loop Girl. Oh, which was so insane Again, because like, she's these, these girls. Like I said, these characters weren't important at all. They were so in the background. She's like Sekai's best friend, and or one of her best friends besides yeah. Satsuna. Yeah, and she's and got, she I remember, two little hair loops. Yes, I remember the be- like the beginning of that when she. I thought it was Otome at first before yep. she put the hair loops up, yeah, and we, she was like, "Well, that was, sh- I think it was intentional, yeah." Yeah, and she was like, "Well, we shouldn't like talk to anybody about this." And I was like, "Wait, her too? What do you mean you got yeah. her too?" Yeah, and and she even said like, "I don't know why I'm sleeping with you." Yeah, yeah. And it's so, like it was just it, it was sad. It was just very sad. Very, was, and she's like, and she and obviously she was like, "Yeah, like I hope you go see Sekai." And and I was like, "Why are you fucking him? Why, <laughs> did, you, why did you bone?" And yet, that was probably up around episode 10, I believe. Yeah. And like I said, it, during this whole time, Katsura's going insane. Sakai realizes that he, that she... Well, because also there was a big reveal, right? Right. Of a couple episodes earlier where there was apparently... There's a bunch of school bullies who put a hidden camera in this break room. So footage came out of Otome and Makoto boning. And of course, Sakai gets emotionally distraught. Which I is that what led to um, Hikari visiting Makoto? I don't even remember. Probably, be- yeah. Because, no, that was before. That yeah, was before. And then yeah, like because, Hikari went to Makoto. Um, yeah, the last. I'll be honest. The last like episodes nine through twelve. Or, oh, sorry, nine through eleven. More, more um, accurately, are just a blur of Makoto boning people and being a despicable it human. It really is. So it's, it's like, hard. He to keep, is it's honestly hard height. to keep. It's hard to keep a straight line of what happened because mm-hmm. it was all so rapid fire and in like. I think I think there's a couple of anime YouTubers who put it out, put it best as like a test in anger management. It really it is a test of how well you can handle. Oh anger. my god! Because the entire time you're, I, as a viewer, once I oh, Hikaru was the first one where I'm like, I'm just mad. It was basically like the last those three episodes were like a montage of like yeah. Makoto just having sex with everybody, yeah. and then like after Makoto has sex with somebody, just like cut to a very depressed looking Sekai, yeah, and cut to a very very just insane yeah. Katsura, it's psychotic, yeah, like and, and so that was just the the vibe, and of course it for me for me I, I remember I texted you something very specific about this part, um, which you which you completely nailed. Oh yeah, I texted I you. This. I think it was um oh I text in all caps this. This man needs to be stopped. And I and I was reading. I just I saw my phone. I looked. I'm like, oh, he's up to episode 11. <laughs> because after after Hikari, like I mentioned earlier, there was these three bully characters who were the they were Otome's lackeys, and they were just bitches who were gaslighting and verbally harassing Katsuro. That was their only point as characters. Yep, literally. At one point, one of them says, "Well, we gotta test out this Makoto guy, see if he's good." And then they just have a foursome. All three of them show up at his home, and they're like, "Hey, 
we heard you have sex with people. And well, he it's was funny, like, yeah. Because the, yeah. the, the way the scene broke down was even more pitiful because two of them were already there. The third one got there. Yeah. Makoto's like, come on in. And the and the, well, the third one was like, okay, so we're actually doing this. And the two inside are like, yeah. And the, the line he says to her too, like the, the trepidatious one, he's like, well, you're here, aren't you? And I was like, oh, oh my God. God, it's, this this man needs to be stopped. He, yeah, I I remember there was a lot of anger. And then, of course, after that, there were everybody stops wanting to have sex with Makoto because mm-hmm. they all realize what an asshole he is. Because well, and not even that, because I feel like they all realized he was an asshole. Like he was having sex with Hikari up till the very end of the show, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until everybody found out that Sekai was pregnant. That was the big game changer. Yep, yes. that was the big game changer when Sekai started missing school and she basically. In the middle of class, basically yelled at him to take responsibility. Everyone's like, "Oh no!" And that's that scene think, was heartbreaking when Sekai was depressed, started start throwing up, holding her stomach, going, "Uh oh." Yep. Then yep. Then she missed uh she missed uh the period, and it's like, okay, yep, uh she's preggers. And that's when Makoto. Well, that's when everybody stops wanting to like talk to and have sex with Makoto. Yeah. So he, then he starts going crazy and like calling people nonstop. Yeah, try, trying to avoid the problem. Trying to avoid his own problems until he stumbles upon the one person that'll actually hang out with him at this time. And of fucking course, it's Katsura. And which was so sad because it was winter by that time in the yes. season. And she he found her just hanging out in like a public bench while it was snowing. And her shoulders were covered in snow because she was sitting there all day. And it cut to a, a, a scene of her, like, once or twice. She was talking on the phone to, as if she was talking to Makoto, but it was, like, a dial tone. Yes. Because at this point, let's not like, – I mean, it's hard to ignore. This This girl was sexually assaulted, yes. ver- verbally abused by most people in the school, gaslit, and she was just terrorized. So I can I completely understand why she was actually going insane. Yeah. Because she didn't really want any of this. She just wanted – a boyfriend. A cute little high she school romance. She literally wanted a boyfriend. A cute little high school romance. <laughs> she got pushed way out of her comfort zone. She invited this kid to his house. They were. It seemed to be going well. Then she was terrorized by the entire school. She made him the hot lemonade. Yes, exactly. She did, it. She did everything right. It she was probably right. good. She, it was probably delicious. She did everything right. And then let's not forget, like when, when rape's involved, that's traumatic. Yes. And, and everybody in this show trampled on her the yes. entire time. And by the end, she still is very loyal to Makoto and, and just throughout was, the entire end of the series, and that is absolutely exemplified by the by the last like 10 but to 15 we'll get to minutes. The end. We'll get to but, the end in a second, but yeah, but still, it was, like she is psychotic, and Makoto I think realizes like, oh, this is the person that's like here for me all the time and like yeah. loyal to me, which is toxic as heck. Yes, but at, at the same time is like. Man, like I kind of didn't understand them getting getting back together at the end because well, like, I totally understood it because really that's the thing with Makoto's character. He's just constantly trying to avoid problems. Yes, because no one else is going to talk to him. The only girl that will talk to him is pregnant. He wants to avoid the problem. He finds Katsura. It's like okay, maybe she'll put out now. Is probably his rationale. But I, man, I towards the end of the show, it, it really sucks how much I continuously hate Makoto every episode, and then. Kind of near the end, even when he like has to like say something like like a big boy thing and like make a decision, he's always like, uh, uh, uh. It's like, no, dude, you've you've had sex with like fifteen people in the last two weeks, and you broke so many girls' hearts. Like, you gotta at some point just own it and be like, I don't like you, I like you, and I want this. Exactly. He doesn't know what he wants the entire series. And at one point, it was so sad when. Sekai is cooking them both a big dinner. Oh, he so takes sad. Katsura out to dinner, and she calls him, and he basically 
lambast Sekai for getting pregnant and ruining his life. I'm like, oh, oh that one hit me hard. That I'm was like, so oh, I'm tough. Like, oh, this guy is completely unforgivable. He's garbage. And I think I texted you at one point. I think it was probably around that point. Yeah. And my text <laughs> message to you. Um, I remember wait, this wait. one. I remember this one okay. very well. I, I said, if this show does not end with a public execution of Makoto, it will be a complete disservice. And I read that and... Uh, a tingle went up my spine. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm like, oh boy, he might be catching on because as everyone knows, everyone. The, and I should say, going into the show, I know how it ended because right. it was a big deal in the anime community. But the last episode, now that I have the full context, even more appalling than I originally thought. So in this episode, <laughs> Makoto is basically the, the entire time he's just hanging out with Katsuro being like I'm only gonna be faithful to you know he didn't even say that he said I'm just gonna focus on you now yeah so, he didn't even say like we're together now he forever. didn't even say I love you or anything yes. he just said no, he was like I'm gonna focus on just you from now on And but of course Katsuro it, it's her like return to normalcy and, and it's her like Makoto-kun yeah it, it, it gives her some some anchor with all the trauma she'd be going with so I can understand her taking him back it's toxic and not healthy. No. But also when you're 16 and don't know what the hell you're doing, I, I get it. Anyway, so that happens. The entire time, Sekai is still very pregnant. Oh, yeah. And then the entire time, Makoto's like, I'll just get an abortion. Yeah. Well, he's like, get an abortion. And then he's also like, oh, like Katsura's doctor. Uh, mm-hmm. Katsura knows somebody that could give you an abortion. Which and is like that set off Sekai hard. Like, she storms to his place. Finds her, finds uh, Katsura and Makoto there, confronts the two of them, and Makoto, being a sly dog he is, just starts making it out with Katsura in front of Sekai, in being like, front being of like, her, being like, yeah, we're not gonna be boyfriend and girlfriend, get an abortion, and he starts making out with his new girlfriend, and at that point, that was episode twelve. That's when the finale made sense to me. When I'm like, okay. I can see how Sekai was driven to murder. Yes. Next day, they meet up to talk about abortions. That's the pretense. And I love, like, the clumsy little metaphor they did with the tea kettle. Yes. Where, like, they put the tea up. It's starting to boil over. And as things are reaching the fever pitch, there's a class. And now the now the infamous scene where Makoto reaches for his phone. <gasps> that was... Okay, honestly, like, I was watching that. And yeah, that, I want to hear your reaction because you okay. had no idea what was coming. I had no idea what was coming. That whole scene... I saw, like, there was a lot of stuff happening. Maybe not in that exact episode, but there was a lot of allusion to knives. Yes, there were. Earlier in the show. And, yes. like, there was, like, for example, when Sekai was cooking or Katsuno was cooking. Somebody, yeah, it was Katsuno was cooking. Katsuno. Uh, it zoomed in on like the knives. A whole, it zoomed in on the knives. And I was like, that's, that's weird. I was like, I feel like these knives are going to... Because I thought she was going to start cutting herself or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Katsuno. Because I thought like, that's where sense. she was going to be. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that sucks. But that didn't happen. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, cool, yeah. Well, nice. Oh, where is it going? We're in the clear. But what were the we're knives the about? <laughs> what were the knives about? I love their optimism. They're like, okay, we're safe. <laughs> these, these knives aren't coming back. They, they wouldn't be coming back to do anything bad now, would they? And and boy, they did. Um, um, yeah, right. Start, start Sekai up. gets there. Yep. She goes to make herself tea. She sends Makoto a text, and Makoto's phone is in his bedroom. So he wants. Yeah, he goes, he goes to answer in the his phone. bedroom, and he goes to picks it up, and it says sorry, sorry, and, and then, then several like little dashes. Yes. And then the very lo- very last night, it was sayonara, goodbye. He turns around. That banger of a theme plays. Kanashimi wo, and. Sekai she just goes oh, to town, like, stabbing him man. repeatedly. And by the way, like I alluded to, we watched this on Crunchyroll, so it was actually the censored cut, 
where they they made the blood black for whatever reason because yes. that's better somehow with, with air quotes. Yeah, right. Mm. But anyway, so she starts going to town saying that you're you were you just cared about your own happiness and she starts stabbing her repeatedly and next thing you know he's just totally dead yep totally dead and she realized what she did and the scene i gotta say is is the best bit of animation in the show yes it is makoto his body movements him flailing around very well done very well animated the um the one bit i loved when um sekai got up she didn't run out immediately. She started like darting around the room, not knowing what to do, yeah. and then ran out. Then I thought out. I thought that was superhuman and that a was very, very good touch. cool. It wasn't like she just like knew what she did and ran off. It's like she was like, "Oh fuck, I did that." Yeah, and then I she was did like it. running around like trying to like figure out like if it was like a I don't know like a dream or not, and then exactly. she just ran out. of the I room. love that bit of animation. So that's that. Uh, wow. that a lot of, any points a show lost in the beginning, it might have redeemed in that scene. But anyway, and yep. then there was like of course the final showdown after that. Well, because yeah, well Katsuru went to the apartment and she just saw Makoto there. Dead. Yep. Fully, like, multiply, multiple times Mutilated. stabbed. Like, absolutely. And then, so she grabs his phone, texts Sekai, says, I'm on the roof. And Sekai comes oh, to God. the roof. I'm like, balls, girl. Yeah, balls. like, why would you do that? And then we get why? the Mexican standoff with, with Katsura and Sekai. And Sekai... I immediately thought this was going to be a fight scene. It almost was. And it was so close to being a fight so scene. It was so close. It wasn't, but it was close. Anyway, so of course, Sekai has this very heartfelt thing of like, I just went fucking along with it. I wanted to be his girlfriend. And what the fuck did I have to gain from it? Right. He's dead. Whatever. Right. And Katsura, with a dead eye look again, because like the, eye, the eyes from her eye like, yes. disappear, which is insane. And she goes, oh, he's right over there. And there's a duffel bag. In a duffel bag. <gasps> so Sekai looks in and presumably his head's in the duffel bag. And then next thing you know, Katsura takes out a fucking hacksaw. And she's like... Well, well, Katsura, of course, like at this time, she was like, so, uh, so about being pregnant, you were lying, right? And, yeah, and, and Sekai yeah. was like, no, I wasn't lying. Like, I actually am pregnant. And she's like, well, let's see. And she just carves her open well, with the, this. Let's, let's not forget, right before that moment, she comes with the hacksaw hard. Sekai pulls the, the knife she used to kill Makoto out of her pocket. Yeah, wow. And I almost lost it because I'm like, she's backing. <laughs> she's, she's got cracking. heat. She's got heat. She's got heat. And I thought we were going to have an actual fight scene, but no. Kotara just slaps the knife out, and then it cuts to a, a, a shot of the sky, and then a huge fountain of blood. Yeah. Because she got her in the neck. And then you see, like, the, the area where, like, presumably it's her stomach. Like, yes, looking from yeah, the inside yeah, yeah, of her yeah. stomach out from, like, where she cut open. That was a good bit of cinematography. Oh, my God. And, like, Katsura was like, oh, I guess you were lying. Which is, like, about being pregnant, because you carved her stomach open, there was no baby. That's also but not also, how that works. she's, like, a week pregnant. Yeah, that's not how like, that works. That's just not how that works at all. Yeah, um, sex ed failing. So she could have been pregnant. She could have not been pregnant. Probably not, but, you know. Probably not. Um, but, yeah, but who so... Knows? Um, but then the last scene, of course, as we alluded to with the, with the boat, yeah, yeah, nice yeah. boat, nice, um, nice boat was the, uh, when she's on the boat with Makoto's severed head and she's hugging it. Um, and that was the end of school days. That's um, how the show ended. So th- something they can finally I, be together. Something that I needed to talk to you about too was every episode right at the beginning of the episode has like, Oh, school days. It like comes up. The last episode, which re- <laughs> I audibly completely sighed when this happened because it was like the last episode came up and it's like, oh, the title School Days. And, it and just, the glass shattered. It just shatters like glass. Oh. And I, I was literally like, oh. <laughs> like, here we go. Well, like I said, I knew what I was getting into. I was like, yeah. I was very excited for that. But um, 
Yeah, that was school days wow. in a heavily truncated version. And I guess now we have to get into thoughts. I mean, like, as, yeah. you can, as you can tell emotionally, we, 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 we gave some illusions. We had a, a roller coaster of emotions. I will say, uh, unbeknownst to me, this show really made me feel things. Mm -hmm. I felt a lot of things, better or worse. Most of the time, I was like cringing, not in terms of like, oh, like, ew, cringe, but yeah. like cringing in terms of like, oh, God. Uh, like a, uh, like a genuine cringing, yeah. Yeah, like uh, mostly at the treatment of uh, Katsuna. Oh, yeah, Throughout well, the that, whole that, show. That overwhelmingly sad. Yes. I just, I sighed a lot. I, I went, I, I went, oh, quite a bit. Yeah. And I just felt bad for this poor girl. Me too. And really the story, I felt like the story was about you know, this poor girl just getting abused left and right. Continuously abused and by just, everybody and, and around And just her. traumatized. And I think she was the real person in the show that like got the biggest beating out of everybody. I mean, totally. Ma I mean, Makoto, I joked about him having a public execution at the end being the only justified way to end the show. But like, to me, thinking about like... Mm. What other ending could there have been to me that would have satisfied me at the end? I yeah, feel like there, there could have been none. Uh -huh. Maybe, maybe uh, what would have satisfied me more, although I know it impossible, would be like if Katsura and Sekai both killed him <laughs> and like worked together. Double and we're team. like, this yeah. guy fucking sucks. Let's kill him. Right. So that would have made me very satisfied, I think. But yeah. the fact that the direction that they went in, I think, was more impactful, especially with Katsura's character the entire time being like, basically. If there was an actress that was given the script or a voice actress that was giving Katsu the script, right. the only line that she says for 70% of the show is that Makoto is my boyfriend yeah, and I am his girlfriend. Right. She it, keeps saying that throughout the entire show yes. to the point where she gets Stockholm Syndrome yep. and completely falls for this dude and cannot get out of it. <sighs> and that to me is the biggest injustice in this entire show is her. Yeah, But Sekai... Did she deserve to die? No, I don't think so. I think she just kind of got carried away totally. um, with what with everything that was happening. And and I think like they could have communicated it to Katsura more of what was happening, of course. Otherwise, I mean, you know, like, the whole like we so, like we said to in the beginning, the whole show could have been avoided. Like these were just kids. They didn't know how to communicate. Yeah. They and that was the whole thing. Yeah, they, it was just drama. It was just choices that conveniently led to drama at every turn. And it's yeah. just kids being very dumb, homicidal kids. <sighs> so here's the thing, right? Yes. This show is called Bad Anime, so we have to come back, and here's the thing. We have to talk about whether or not this show is actually any good, because clearly right. we had an emotional reaction. Yes. But does that inherently mean the show was good? good. Um, yeah, let, let's, let's talk about that. Was, the, was, it, was it bad? Was it bad, I guess? Here's the thing. Um, to, you go first. Do you think it was a bad anime? Um... I'm going to say yes, definitely, for okay. a few reasons. Okay. Um, mainly because it's something I wouldn't necessarily recommend because the f the first half is kind of a slog. It, it is, is very slow in the first half. It is a chore to get through. And for me, that's already kind of a not, – not, not like a golden rule or anything, but when I, I usually get a little apprehensive, when I whenever a show feels like work, I get a little turned off. Yeah. Um, was the payoff and everything worth it? I mean, kind of. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed having an emotional reaction. It really is funny. Uh, this might sound a little esoteric, but um, it, I enjoyed the experience of having had watched the show more than watching the show itself. Does that make mm -hmm. any sense? No. I enjoyed talking about the show with people. Yes. It's, it's a little bit more of a Rorschach test than a show. Yeah. Talking to people about our reactions and how we interpret characters has been way more fun to me than watching the show itself. So – Am I glad I watched it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Would I recommend it? No. 
And I feel like the first half with the dodgy animation and the sluggish pace, I gotta, I can't recommend it. Therefore, I gotta say, yeah, it's kind of bad. And also, okay. it also it is kind of trash in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I, I can agree on a lot of planes. Mm. I can agree that the animation was kind of sloppy. I can agree that it took a while to get going. Mm. Um, but as a person, like this is my first like romantically centric anime. Like I said, I don't I've, I don't know if this was a a boon or a curse <laughs> that I've ever seen. And I gotta say uh, to you right now, I don't think it was bad. Really? I really don't think it was bad. I, you know, I, I think there are a lot of things about it that that are bad. Yes. And I think that there are a lot of areas of it where I was like mad about things. But right. th- at the end of the day, like if it made me feel something to this extent and it got me this kind of, I don't know, impassioned about up. it. Like, yeah, because we're both riled up. Okay. It can't be, to me, it can't be bad then. Okay. But, like, the thing, but I like what you said too about like the show in itself. If I wasn't able to talk to anybody about it. Yeah. It would be worse. Exactly. But the fact that like there is such a community behind it and like right. how many people, especially the comments on Crunchyroll, there's so many comments about that this show. That are great. That are so freaking funny. And like reading through all that stuff and like being a part of like a community that knows about this show is a big thing rather than watching the show itself. I feel like just knowing about this show, having watched it cold and having not gotten spoiled. Which I'm so end- glad you didn't. When you were, when oh. you, when you texted me uh, screenshots of the, of the uh, comment section, I was getting so worried because at that that point, I'm, I'm pretty sure the show got onto Crunchyroll in 2014, if my research is correct. Uh-huh. So at that point, the show was already seven years old. So right. I can very much imagine people accidentally spoiling shit in the comments because like oh, everyone's seen School Days. Because why not? But then again, they didn't. So I was I was so happy. Yeah. And I didn't want to tell you to stop reading the comments because mm-hmm. I didn't want to like imply something heavy was going to happen. Right. So which which I didn't. And and in the end of the day, a- as much as I, I I wanted Makoto to face some re- repercussions from his actions. I did not expect yeah, any I didn't of that. Expect the, did not expect any of that. Didn't I didn't expect the murder. There did not expect the murder. I so I, I think it really caught me by surprise. Um, what I did, I think it was bad. No, I didn't think it was bad. Um, I thought it, to me as like a romantic anime, it was like fine. It made me feel a lot of things. It got me to which be I'm glad really pissed. Um, and I think it has a place in anime. Yeah, the thing here's the thing. Um. When you, we talk about recommending something, because that's where primarily we're basing like, right. is it bad or not? On um, to a general audience, I would not recommend the show. No. However, I do, I do consider it a weeaboo rite of passage. Yes, as we talked about earlier, if you want to become an like an anime fan, or if you want to learn a little bit more about Japanese culture, if you want to like, but if you want anime to be your primary vehicle to do so, I feel like this show is a great time capsule. Of what anime was at the time about Japanese cell phone culture at the time, mm-hmm. you can learn a little bit from this anime if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And also, you'll learn wh- really, and also you learn more about the weeaboo community as a whole. Yes, and the talking points of the community. And I feel like this is a great gateway anime to do that. And as to whether I would recommend it to somebody, yeah, I would have to say. Mostly no, I wouldn't recommend it to any like general like person. If I'm like, oh, what's a, if somebody was like, oh, what's a good anime I should watch? I would not tell them School Days. Yeah. But if they want something to talk about, and if they want something, if they're a little deeper into the genre of anime, mm. and want to just talk medium. about something like that into the medium, exactly, yeah. uh, and want to just like have something like Shock Factory to talk about. Yeah, I, exactly. I would recommend it. To it's them. conditional. They it's very conditional. Th- that's that's why I gotta throw the bat on it. And like I said. Even though I love re- reacting to the second half, 
is just the first. I can't excuse like the slow pace and the and the weirdness of the first. It half. is because it really doesn't match up at the end, especially the whole thing about like having her as your phone background for three weeks and like the yeah, I love, it I love doesn't it. really it doesn't really come back. It it does a little bit it when, does a little when bit. like yeah, they yeah, flash yeah, back yeah, to yeah, it, it's, but it's not like a like I thought like here I am in the first episode thinking that's going to be the whole thing that this show leans on yeah. is that he has to keep this thing. Oh, that's the thing without, I, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine. I'm so happy you came into this so cold because. Yeah. Just coming in with that being your first notion of the show. I remember texting you. You text me going, "Oh, three weeks. Oh boy." I'm like, "That's not at all what this show is about." Which is crazy. But to I me. couldn't tell you that. But I also love that. They, of course, like they followed a lot of normal tropes. They had, of course, like a beach slash water park episode, which was, of course, well, everybody, they had to. everybody in bikinis. That's how you do that. Oh well, yeah. And uh, yeah, in, in general, um, I, de- I I will declare it not a bad anime. You have declared it a bad anime, so we, we will agree to disagree on bad. this one. It's kind of bad. It is kind of bad. It yeah, is kind of bad. The, uh, but, you know, I I think generally, I I think I liked it more than I thought I would. Oh, I'm glad you did. You know, mm-hmm. I revisiting it, I definitely got more of a reaction out of it. And I enjoyed my time with it, don't get me wrong. But just because I enjoy it doesn't mean it's objective. You know, yes. it, it, I, I think it's bad, but I had fun with it. And I have no problem calling yeah. them bad, even though, like, if, even if I enjoy it. Exactly. So, sometimes it's okay to like bad things. Yes. And that's our sum up on school days. Everybody. Yeah. So that was that was a, um, that was that was an adventure, wasn't it? What? What a ride. Um, I watched it over like three days, and the entire time I was just like, wow, because like, the first few episodes were very slow, as you said, and then it got more crazy, and then it got up. Oh my god, the last ten minutes were just wild and unexpected. So, yeah. Through it, through it all, I'm happy we did this. Oh no, I'm very happy we did too. Because now, mm. I now I feel like, especially for you, as you're learning, because when we came in this podcast, I didn't realize how much you didn't know about the entire medium of anime. Yes. You know a lot about the shonen genre of anime, of course, but you don't know a lot about the medium. So I feel like, this, like, I, like as I keep coming back to this whole idea of the weeaboo rite of passage, I'm glad you went through this. I'm glad we went through this yes. ride together because now I get the full context on School Day itself. It's exactly. um, I enjoyed it a little more than I thought I would. Just because I love heels and I love and I love booing bad characters, so it was it was a lot of fun. Yes, um, definitely. But it, it, at the end, you know, like I said, I, I should I should clarify. Also, I did watch um did watch the first like nine episodes or so, pretty hungover, and uh, I, I'm a great binge watcher and I'm hungover. Oh yeah, but yeah. So like I said, I don't think it's good, but I had a lot of fun with it. It's bad. So, all right. I mean, we wanted to end the show with some uh, great comments that uh, I found on Crunchyroll. There's that, a few really good there's ones here. some really good. First of all, I just had no idea the Crunchyroll had a comment section. So, I scrolled down and was just pleasantly delighted right. um, by all of this. And all of them are, of course, from like eight to ten years ago. It, it's pretty wild. But uh, let, let's read through some of them. Rob, would, would you like to start off? Lane, Lane Zero commented, I hate everything about him and everything he believes in. <laughs> that's. A, I mean, that's just gold. There's one. Um, from 11 years ago, from this one called Witch K, W I T C H K A E, Ito, which is a uh, Makoto, is the biggest pile of dog shit in anime. I haven't hated a character this much ever before. What a heartless, brain dead excuse for a human. What the fuck is he cheating for anyway? His girlfriend is a goddess, not like that other flat chested bitch. <laughs> I think we know where his biases lie there. Oh my god. There's more. Oh god, there's so more funny. to that. Um. There's more on that theme I gotta get to. Um, assassin with a passion. Okay, oh, I, fun. Got, right. got a nice rhyme in there, buddy. Um, um, if if you're still active on Control after nine years, um, yeah. <laughs> please be proud. Please comment on our stuff. Um, 
This fucking cheating, low-life, lusting, self-absorbed bastard. I've broken two computer screens trying to punch him. <laughs> I mean, as someone who's grown up seeing computers getting destroyed because the New York Jets oh. weren't performing well, that one hits home for me. And as like, it, some of the, shout out to some of the others. I can't remember the usernames, but I saw what I scrolled down on episode 12 on the last one. And the, one of the first comments was like, um, get a girlfriend, they said. It'd, <laughs> it'd be fun, they said. <laughs> and then there was, of course, another one. Um, oh man, I, if I can remember. Oh yeah, none of this would have happened if he just stayed inside and played video games like a normal boy. <laughs> <laughs> so and now I'm very excited to go forward watching these shows on Crunchyroll because yeah. now we get to, we get a little um, interaction. From the I Wii- love the from, comments from the Weeaboo community. Weeaboo community, if you have any comments for this episode, please leave them. Maybe as the show's gone, maybe we'll read some of our favorite comments as we Absolutely. go. Absolutely, maybe as a special. But until next time, I'm Rob. This was John. Um, have fun. Watch have him. a good time. Watch some bad anime. Bye, everybody. <laughs> In your ear. Podcast Network.